Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the next episode of the Brio in the Box podcast. Um, today's episode brought to you by our Brio Plus BHB Keto Salt, um, an exogenous ketone supplement. So I've talked about this one a few times before, probably well known by now. I am a proponent of the ketogenic diet. What? What? Not necessarily for everyone, but there are certainly benefits that even if you're not planning on doing an ultra low carb diet that you can enjoy. So exogenous ketones can deliver, it's the same molecule that your liver makes under fasting or low carbohydrate conditions. You can now take it. People have figured out how to make them. You can take as supplements if you're not interested in doing a low carb diet. Can help you adapt to a low carb diet, help you kind of through that, that hump, getting over the hump, the adaptation phase. I'll post up a study here. I have a good collection of research. I post them on my Instagram all the time at the keto athlete. If you give it a follow, if you like that stuff. Uh, one was a study in college age males on a re- 11 week resistance training program, one on a ketogenic diet under 5% carbohydrate and one on a standard uh, 55% carbohydrate diet. After 11 weeks, the young men on the ketogenic diet gained more muscle mass, more muscle size and improved or lost more body fat. Mm. So they got <laughs> bigger, stronger, leaner than the ones on the traditional high carb diet. So I think that's cool because there's definitely like this kind of myth out there that like you need carbs to perform, you need carbs to gain muscle. Um, And now the research is catching up to show that that's not necessarily the case. I feel like the hardest part of control in that study would be getting them not to drink alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) For 11 weeks. (laughs) Yes. So today we're going to tackle a topic that seems to be timely right now Mm -hmm. is how to get back on the wagon yep. when something has bucked you off. <laughs> like, like COVID. <laughs> like COVID, perhaps. Yeah. So yeah, the different reasons people fall off the wagon. We've all been there. Yeah. We've kind of told a few of our own stories of the ups and downs over the years. I'm unsure in the like 14 years we've been doing CrossFit, I'm unsure of if I've been on the wagon or off the wagon more. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard to know for sure. I've had some ups and downs. David understands. And me too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So reasons why people fall off the wagon. <laughs> Kind of shorter term stuff. Ah, you go on holidays. Mm-hmm. We'll call that, we'll group that into like good times. Yeah. You know, your summer or you're gone for a couple of weeks and you're hitting up the all-inclusive in Mexico or whatever, right? You're yeah. like, you're kind of off the wagon of like, you didn't really work out. Maybe you drank more. Maybe you ate like shit. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be potential reason number one. Yeah. And that's, that's usually a short amount of time. You're usually on holidays for a week or two weeks or maybe a month or whatever the Mm -hmm. summer as you're like kind of casually going back and forth to the lake but definitely not enough where you're like starting from scratch it's more of a like lack of motivation like knowing that first workout's gonna just like be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. what's the what's the key to getting going you know so then the second category would be you just got busy like time got in the way you lost your commitment you lost your ability to set aside (laughs) that hour for yourself Um, life got in the way. And then the third category that we'll kind of group things into is coming back from an injury or maybe an illness, right? There was like a physiological reason why you couldn't train for a while. Something happened. So (laughs) fun times, (laughs) busy times, or injured or sick times, whatever are the reasons that got you out of the gym and you're at an okay place now, you need to get back to it. How do you get back on the wagon? Yeah. So let's go to, it's just been good times. Yeah, (laughs) You had fun. Yeah. You know, you got to do that. You got to live a little. It's no saying that you shouldn't do those things. 
And I think we've all been there. You come back from holidays and you're like, God, I know this first workout's going to suck. Yeah. And like we we're weird in that when we go on holidays to Maui, we work out more yeah. because that's just what we do. Then I have free time. Then yeah. I can, yeah, we work out we as much as I want. But even coming back from that like beautiful fresh air and like warm climate and like tons of oxygen sea level, sea level <laughs> that first workout back in miserable cold Saskatoon with the dry air, I feel like terrible I'm for the first couple of workouts. And so I think because we all know that it's going to suck, it's easy to put it off. Yeah. One more day. Ah, one more day. Ah, one more day. Yeah. You know, you're like kind of avoid facing it. And then the more you kick that ball into the future, yeah. the more it sucks. The worse it gets. So I think the big thing is you just need to do it, right? You just yeah. need to pull the bandaid off. And I think you have to go in not expecting it to be terrible, but like prepared for it to it be like, it it's is. not going to go the way you want it to go. And the best way to get around that is just to like, not worry about the score or the time or the measure or whatever. The mm -hmm. win is just showing up that day. Yeah. So go in ready to just scale it, scale the shit out of the workout, yeah. just move, just be there. So if the goal is just to get through the door, some things that can help you just get through the door, obviously we have people sign in for classes. So mm -hmm. sign in, Put it in your calendar, put it in your work calendar, yeah. and then give yourself another layer of accountability. Maybe you text one of your gym buddies and you go, hey, are you going at 530 tomorrow? Like, I'll see you there. So yeah. then not only are you signed in and your calendar knows you're signed in, but another human <laughs> is expecting you to be there. Yeah. And so there's like, you're much less likely to, to just get to like 5 p.m. and go, ah, I'm just going to cancel. Yeah. You know, so. Make a plan, accountability, yeah. accountability, buddy, what they call it. Find a friend. Accountability buddy. Yeah, do you like that word? That's a, that's a word. <laughs> <laughs> there is somewhere. Uh, yeah, find a, take advantage of your tribe, of right. your community, you know, tap into that when you need it, which is like someone that can help you get back yeah. through the door, get through get the, door. the door. And then just scale it, right? Yeah, like scale the, it you don't need to RX, you don't even uh, need to do the full volume, right? Like that's what time how caps long are you for. Better, right? That's what time caps are for, right? Just like, just work. Um, sometimes treating it more as like an interval style workout instead of a long one, right? If it's a 20 minute AMRAP, don't try to work the whole 20 minutes. Do like, I'm going to work for a minute and I'm going to rest for 15 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever. And I'm just going to like, I'm just going to get used to working out again. Mm -hmm. And so if you've been having good times, a little mm -hmm. too much fun, drinking too much and eating like shit, I always describe drinking as borrowing fun from the future. Yeah. <laughs> it's like buying stuff on a credit card. It's like, you got to pay that back at some point. Yeah. You had a good time. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do those things. Have your good time. Yeah. But then you understand that like, you got to pay the man. Yeah. You, you know, you got to do your time of like some workouts that feel like garbage and, you know, but that's just part of it. You know, you just, you borrowed some fun from the future. Yeah. So you had your fun on holidays and now this workout is a little less fun. Yeah. So you just got to be in there prepared to pay your debts. That's right. That's just kind of the mindset of it, of like yeah. the win is getting there, low expectations of what happens with the workout and just try to like get your wheel spinning in the right direction, get that habit of going to the gym right. back in place. Yeah. Not a big deal. That one's a, a pretty easy fix. Yeah. You just got to do it. Just do it. Rip the bandaid off. Yeah. Just do it. So the next one's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. So, and this one can happen like, I mean, life, right? Oh yeah. God. You just get really busy for whatever reason. You're working a ton. You're maybe traveling a ton or you're, you know, away or people work, you know, up in remote places or maybe not even near the gym, even if you wanted to go, like all kinds of things that can throw your routine for a loop. Yeah. So in those situations, I call them the BTN workouts. 
better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so if I, you know, I travel on the weekends about once a month to teach CrossFit seminars. If I, you know, I've been on an airplane all day and I land in a city and I'm just at a hotel, I'm not going to get myself to a CrossFit gym or maybe I can't, maybe there isn't one nearby with a class available. I got like a hotel gym and I'm going to do something by myself. Mm-hmm. It's not my preferred choice, but if it's that or nothing, yeah. then anything I'm going to do is going to be better than nothing. So the BTN workouts, I don't time them. Yeah, I don't care what the reps are or how heavy it is. It's like literally this is better than nothing. Yeah. So if it's been a while since you worked out, maybe you're like, I'm going to do 50 burpees yeah, and that's it. I'm going to do 100 air squats. And should you beat yourself up that it's only 50 burpees and not 150 burpees? Nah, doesn't yeah. matter. It's better than nothing. Totally. If you're, you know, at a stage of life where you're home with little kids, you're going to throw that toddler over your shoulder and do 20 squats. Yeah. Better than nothing. Yeah. Right. Throw a skipping rope in your luggage. Do a little bit of skipping in a parking lot somewhere. Like any of those things. Doesn't have to be a full workout with a full warm up and a, you know, the best equipment and the best place and all those like. Yeah. Got to get rid of the perfectionist tendencies. Yeah. I remember watching Kalipa posting up on social media years ago when his daughter got really sick and they like were basically living in the hospital and he would just post a video of him going into the parking lot of the hospital and just doing a body weight workout or he'd bring some dumbbells or he'd have a skipping rope there or whatever and it was just like him getting it done yeah and it's like is it ideal no of course not you're you're dealing mentally with the emotions of your daughter and you're in a parking lot in a hospital but it's like you're you're doing something better than nothing yeah and especially under intensely emotionally stressful conditions, like just managing your mental health with moving a little bit, get some happy, you know, hormones going in your brain. That kind of stuff helps tremendously. Yeah. So maybe you're coming off of a busy time and you're haven't worked out for, let's call it like a little longer than a vacation, Mm -hmm. a few months, maybe a year even. And you're like, okay, I'm going to like refine my fit self. Yeah. (laughs) I know it's not the most mature way to handle your problems like with shopping, (laughs) but (laughs) sometimes it helps me to buy a new piece of workout clothing (laughs) and then I'm excited to put it on Mm -hmm. and use it. Right. Unless it's like sized up a couple of sizes. (laughs) Well, whatever. It's something, you know, I just, (laughs) the novelty is something new, but like I'm going to shop my way out of my problems. Not that I'm recommending that, but like, I guess I'm recommending that. Like if, if a new pair of leggings gets you to start working out again, whatever, that's money well spent. Skipping rope number six, maybe. You can can (laughs) certainly spend money on dumber things and it's better than you not working out. So if, uh, if a little treat yourself to some (laughs) new clothes helps you, then why not? Cool. That has motivated me on more than one occasion. Yeah. Of clothes, you have to look the part. I do have a lot of clothes. <laughs> if you looked in my closet, it would look like I've fallen off the fitness wagon <laughs> a lot repeatedly. Yeah, uh, okay. So, you get in the door, you like ready to work out. You look cute, and you look cute in your new pants <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, now it's like, okay, what, what do we need to do to like get through those first few workouts? Because anybody that has any kind of experience crossfitting knows where they've been Mm -hmm. and it can be very defeating to come back and pick up that barbell for the first time and be like oh crap this does not feel good at all Mm -hmm. so ryan one of our coaches he goes away every summer to work at his fishing camp three lakes camp 
Shout out Three Lakes Camp. Shout out. Best place to go fish in northern Saskatchewan. And if there's ever a zombie apocalypse. That's where we're all headed. That's where we're all going. <laughs> <laughs> but every, uh, for a while there, when he was super busy and he knew he wasn't working out very much through the summer, he would come back and he would do our foundations programs workouts as his first few workouts back because those are designed in a way that you can't do a ton of volume. You're not going to wreck yourself. You can kind of like, you know, lightweight, casually work through them and, and not die. And I, th- I always thought that was super admirable because he has in the past gone too hard early on and ended up wrecking himself. So mm-hmm. he made some good choices, did some foundation workouts. It doesn't mean that you have to do those workouts specifically, but let's say we're doing a five-round workout for your first workout back and it's going to be 150 reps of a few different movements. Maybe you just do three mm-hmm. instead of five or, or whatever. You reduce the volume, you reduce the, the weight to allow you to safely get through those first few workouts. I would say, assuming you haven't forgotten everything you know about moving well, Mm -hmm. the big risk there is too much volume, too many reps. It's less about like the heavy weight and more about the volume. Yeah, people think, I'm going to scale the weight back. I'm not going to do the full weight. I'll scale the weight. And then sometimes that's a trap because you go, say it's thrusters and you're like, I'm just going to do empty bar thrusters today. But then it's light enough and you still remember how to move squat and press well. Yeah. You end up doing twice as many squat and presses as everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that alone is the is the risky thing of just like too much volume when your body's not conditioned to that kind of stuff. So regard and like scaling the weight is is a smart choice. Mm-hmm. But also, like you're saying, give it a cap on the total number of reps. Yeah. Don't end up doing hundreds of squats or pull-ups or push-ups or yeah. light reps. Those can often the <laughs> sneak up on you. The volume that gets you. The other thing as well, especially if it's been a long time since you've been training, is you really have to um, let go of past you Mm -hmm. and focus more on future you. I know like people will say it and I think it's something that should be reminded that, you know, if you hit a new front squat max post, you know, break or whatever, then that's that's a new PR, right? It doesn't matter if you've done 50 pounds a year or two ago. If you like did, you know, 200 pounds this week and then you hit 225 next week then cool you got a 25 pound pr right like those are those like small victories you need to pay attention to and you need to celebrate if you get too hung up on what you've been able to do in the past then i think you'll always feel fairly defeated Mm -hmm. we talked about that in our first part of our how to be successful in crossfit when the different mindset at different stages Mm -hmm. and instead of viewing it as a real bummer of like "Mm, not as fit as i used to be yeah review view it as a renewed opportunity to relive your first year of CrossFit. The yeah. first year is so fun. It's just full of like improvements and PRs and new things. And uh, you get to live it over again mm-hmm. and kind of given the gift of doing it over again, right. Yeah. The way that maybe you look back and you're like, ah, I should have spent a bit more time perfecting my air squat before I tried to PR my back squat. Or mm-hmm. I should have been a little stronger with my strict pull-ups before I was doing muscle ups. Like, yeah. cool. You've been given this like amazing opportunity to, to restart it and build it yeah. from Maybe it feels like from scratch, but better. Yeah. And I'm one of those people that's built up and lost my back squat like <laughs> so many times. I've, I think I've talked about this before, but my skinny chicken legs just do not hold strength well. And if I take six months off, I'm back to square one. Like it's gone. And so I've built up and lost my back squats more times than I care to remember. <laughs> but, you know, I, I still go through the process and I still do it and I still try to like you know, keep my strengths a strength. And, you know, I've, I've always been able to like rely on some other things to make myself feel confident with my fitness and you just can't focus all on the negative. Yeah. And so then the other thing I, I jotted down to myself here was if you're 
you know, in a busy stage of life where you've, you know, kind of like fallen out of touch with your, your regular CrossFit gym or community, and you are like in a remote place where you don't have access to, or you, just for whatever reason, you can't go to a gym. Second best thing is like, try to find an online community. Mm-hmm. And there's a few now, especially through COVID yeah. and, you know, with like huge parts of the world with gyms shut down for like more than a year at a time. There's, there's more now than there was a few years ago, but like second best to being somewhere in person is to at least find an online community. So like street parking, now there's more and more of those kinds of things popping up where mm-hmm. they can provide programming and instructional videos and, you know, sort of ways to communicate with other people doing the same thing. So at least, yeah. you know, try to find some way to, you know, connect and find support yeah. with other like-minded, hardworking, cool people. For sure. So we all went through this together as a, as a community a couple <laughs> years ago when there was the like lockdown, right? Everybody was basically out of the gym for three months. Some people did better than others at training at home, but we knew coming back from the shutdown that there was high risk of problems for people. So with our program, we basically just said, okay, there's, there's no RX, right? There's no prescribed weight. Everything is going to have a time cap. Everything is going to be like lower volume. We really tried to ease back into all of the like more high risk movements Mm -hmm. and just give everybody like a full two weeks of just like, let's just move again, right? Let's just get back into working out and um, that's what I would recommend to anybody that's taking time off. It's like, there's no RX, there's no volume. It's just like you're starting, you know, you're not starting from scratch, but you're, you're starting new. Yeah. You're starting the engine, yeah. <laughs> restarting when it's been a while, get the yeah. dust out of there. Get the dust out of the engine. Yeah. So then the third category would be, you're coming back from a physical setback. Yeah. So an injury, and we've touched on this in a previous one, or maybe more relevant right now is like COVID or an mm-hmm. illness or something that like knocked you on your butt for a bit. Yeah. Hopefully the version that's making its way through now is much more mild, but you know, you're feeling it physically. Mm-hmm. There's some limitations. Yep. Let's put it that way. And this adds an extra element because it could be a short amount of time. It could be a long amount of time. But yep. now all of a sudden you have a thing that you need to just be extra cautious of or work around. So yeah. injured leg or back or post-surgery or post-baby and you had a C-section or whatever, right? Yeah. There's a ton of different things that could be. Yeah, where you're going to have to, you're just physically not going to be able to do all the things you want to do Yeah, for whatever reason. So I'm actually going to recommend something that I normally strongly discourage, which is I think you should cherry pick the workouts for the first bit. It's I've been there, I've been injured and trying to get back in and mentally, you know, it's good for you and you know, the community is good. But when you have to do something, that's not what everybody else is doing. It's Mm -hmm. a bummer. Yeah. I'll be honest with that. It's, it's not like all sunshine and roses. Yeah. So as you, what you want is to feel good. You want to have fun Mm -hmm. going to the classes. So anything, any workout that's going to be fun for you and help you feel good about being there is a win. Yeah. So if you're pick an injury and you're like, okay, I'm going to look at the week at a glance. I'm going to try to go on Tuesday and Saturday because I can do all those things and I'm going to feel good about it. I'm going to focus on what I can do Yeah. and I'm not going to be bummed out about what I can't do. For sure. So then you get a little bit of your wheel spinning in the right direction with that and then you have some fun and you have some confidence building workouts and then you rediscover why you love it. And then you start to add in a third day of the week and you're like, okay, I can do two of the three movements in this workout and I'm going to scale or modify the third one. And then, you know, eventually you just, you get back in your routine and you just, your brain craves it and you realize that you uh, missed all the people and the social aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and it gets you just back in the, back in the habit and back in enjoying it. 
I would, especially if you're already struggling with an injury on the mental side, right? Mm -hmm. It's a real bummer to be hurt. Nobody wants to be hurt or sick or whatever. So treat yourself (laughs) to some workouts that are good for you and that you're just going to like and then branch out from there. And that being said, if like schedule wise, you have some flexibility and you can pick which days are going to be easiest for you to, you know, still be part of the group and still participate, then great. But if you don't, let's say you can only make it on Tuesday and Thursday that week and Tuesday is nothing you can do and you're going to have to do everything differently than the entire class that could still be categorized as a better than nothing mm-hmm. workout, right? Where it's like, yeah. yeah, it's not ideal, but it's better than nothing. Still, you know, put the time in. The coach, of course, should and will make it work for you and, mm-hmm. and allow you to do things. But yes, ideally get into some workouts where you're like, okay, I can do like some of these movements and I can, you know, still work yeah. out with the crew. And then I would focus on the social aspect of yeah. why you liked going yeah. to the gym and doing hard things with cool people in the first place. So don't focus so much on what you can or can't do. Just uh, be happy to be there and see your friends and mm-hmm. high five some people like the Pat Sherwood quote, right? Yeah. It's like, you're just there to blow off some steam, high five some people and have some fun. Yeah. Focus on that. And then, like you said, if your schedule doesn't allow you to be super picky and precise about which days of the week you can get there and you need to scale or modify things, absolutely do not ever feel bad about that in terms of putting the demand on the coach. I always tell people, please give me something to do. (laughs) If everybody moves perfect and knows what they're doing, that's not fun for me. Like, you know, give me a challenge, give me something I love finding a way to have everybody get the right workout for them. So never feel bad about asking for a scale or modify from the coach. That's literally like what they're trained and paid to do Yeah, um, is to help you get the best workout you can for you. For sure. Now, as far as like starting to reincorporate some of the movements that like were problematic before, I think the biggest mistake people can make is rushing into those things too quickly often people will be like, oh, well, it doesn't hurt anymore, so I'm going to go do some heavy back squats. It's Mm -hmm. like, well, no, like, just because you're done with the pain, that doesn't mean you're fully healed, right? They usually say when the pain is gone, you're 50% there. So you still have some more recovery and rehab type stuff you have to do. So we don't just go from zero to 100. You don't go from not doing air squats to doing 95-pound thrusters, right? You you still scale. You, like, slowly creep your way back up, um, and, and just you have to start to go by feel, right? Yeah. You do the workout, first time doing squats in a while, I'm not going to do 150 reps, I'm going to start with maybe 50, and then I'm going to see how I feel in two days. And if I feel good, I'm like, okay, check, I can move it up a little bit. And then you just kind of keep creeping your way up, but it should Mm -hmm. be a long, slow, steady process. Yeah. I literally had this situation the other day, someone with a shoulder, kind of niggling shoulder thing going on, they've been, instead of doing push-ups, they've been doing sit-ups in most workouts, just subbing out something non-shoulder related. They were like, I think I'm, I think I'm going to do some pushups today. Like it's feeling pretty good, but the volume was going to end up being 150. I was yeah. like, okay, cool. But like, we're not doing the whole workout with yeah. pushups. We're not going from, you've done none for months to like, yeah, sure. Just do this workout with 150. Mm-hmm. So we did, I think it was like five rounds of 30. They did five pushups every round and then 25 setups. Yeah. So a few ease into it a little bit, still get a workout in, test the waters, dip your toe in. But definitely, like, similar to what we were saying, cautious with the volume. Don't overdo it to go from zero to a 1,000, yeah. especially when you haven't been training those movement patterns or those muscles for sure for a while. Um, anything else you would like to add about getting back on the wagon? You've done it several times. I've done it several <laughs> times. I've done it for injuries, right? I broke my leg. I um, 
I've tweaked my back, I've hurt my knee, I, all kinds of stupid things from moving poorly or overexerting myself. And, you know, it sucks every single time, but it's always about the, like, light at the end of the tunnel for me, you know? It's always just, like, I've gotten myself into this situation, now I need to, like, get myself out. And for me, it's just the, like, the mental... You know, I know it's going to suck. I know I'm going to be disappointed in how this first workout feels, but that's fine. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to suffer, mm-hmm. you know, suffer through it and, and get back to it. And, you know, it, it takes less time to rebuild than it takes to start from scratch, depending on your, your starting point, of course. And the tough thing is, is you're also battling time, right? You're also getting older in that process. So it's not like 20-year-old you and 40-year-old you are going to feel exactly the same. But I think it's just like all in how you approach it and then hopefully learn from that and try not to do it again like I (laughs) did way too many times. I think action comes before motivation. Yeah, and for sure. I think people need to maybe understand that or forgive themselves a little more that if you're kind of sitting and waiting for a a lightning bolt of motivation to hit you to get going, it doesn't really work like that for a lot of people or... Not sustainably. Yeah. I think we could probably tell some stories of having people that started CrossFit and they're like, I'm going to come to CrossFit. My goal is a hundred days in a row. And you're like, whoa, don't do that. Don't (laughs) do that. You know, that get the action happening of just like, I don't care if you don't want to do it. I don't Mm -hmm. care if you don't feel good doing it. I don't care if everything sucks about it the whole time. You just do it. Yeah. And then you do it again and then you do it again and then eventually it starts to suck less and it starts to feel a little better and then the motivation and just the the discipline of the consistency comes after yeah that the action has to come first yeah we've talked about this before and i think that's the key is discipline it's it's motivation will fail you but discipline if you just make it part of your daily routine then it'll it'll happen it's like if you go camping for a little while and you forgot your toothbrush and you don't brush your teeth for 3 days you don't just stop brushing your teeth you know (laughs) like you get back home and you get your toothbrush and you just go back to brushing your teeth again right it's like you fell off the wagon you just gotta get back on and and keep it going yeah and remembering why you brush your teeth so that you're not a gross person and it's funny because (laughs) like it's amazing how you know i'll i'll get lazier even through covid right like we we were all just like everybody was confused like what the hell is happening like with this lockdown and everything it was weird like, type of stress it was a weird type of stress it was a weird time nobody knew what to what to do with themselves a lot of people did a great job of working out at home i did not i barely worked out at all and we have a gym in our garage you know i just like yeah, no lost, lack of opportunity i just lost whatever motivation i had and it was just it was gone and then it was so funny to like go back to just doing a workout of like burpees and air squats and just straight up dying and being like, what am I doing? Like, how did I let it get this bad? (laughs) And then you were like, you're beating yourself up, but it's like, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't like, that's all in the past. Like, what am I going to do now? What, what am I going to do when, right? That's, that's the big thing. Um, So yeah, it's going to suck, but that's fine. Yeah. You'll live. You'll live. Yeah. be Okay. Rip the bandaid off. Just get going. Just do it. Get moving. Put your shoes on. Get yourself a new outfit, though. Get yourself a new outfit. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, Lululemon with their emails is like, hey, girl, you need a new outfit, don't you? Maybe. Kids don't need to go to college. <laughs> just spend yeah. that money on shoes. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Back on the wagon. All right. We're doing it. We're good. Thanks for listening to you guys. See Thanks. you in the next one. <laughs>